So thankful to be with you once again on the program. Watch Therefore, if you're looking for hope and comfort and peace and joy in the midst of these very challenging times, you've come to the right place. Hallelujah. Now, did you know that the rapture is throughout the Bible? It's all over the Old Testament, which I write about in my book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. And today, I'm going to tell you about an exciting day I had just east of Jerusalem with a pastor friend of mine, an Israeli pastor, as I was sharing the rapture from the book of Isaiah with him. But first, a special word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless our viewers and the teaching and hearing of your word. Prepare us, Lord Jesus. For that day where you're going to catch us up in the clouds to take us back to that place you've been preparing for us. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. First, in case you've not heard of it before, the rapture is the next biggest event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It fulfills the Feast of Trumpets found in Leviticus 23 and the Apostle Paul really unpacks it well in the New Testament like he does in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel, the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. We born-again ones will be caught up by our Savior Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, to the place He has been preparing for us, the restraining influence of the Holy Spirit in born-again believers of Messiah Jesus will be removed. And then the evil we see bursting out at the seams right now will be released over all the earth like never before. As I mentioned, I was with this pastor friend of mine in East Jerusalem a while back, and we had set aside time for me to show him the rapture in the Bible. He hadn't much considered the rapture and listened to what happened, which I'll be talking about through this program. Oh, it was so exciting. And don't go anywhere. It just gets better and better and better. Let's start with Isaiah 57. The righteous perishes, and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away, while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. One of the definitions of the word perish here, or perishes, is vanish. Vanishes. The righteous vanishes. The righteous vanishes. Who are the merciful men who are taken away? They're the born-again righteous in Messiah Jesus at the rapture, the righteous are taken away from evil. Just like the Lord delivered Noah and his family and Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah 
Noah and his family. Of course, the Lord delivered them from the flood and Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Peter, the apostle, writes about it in his second epistle. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and deliver them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly, and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the just under punishment for the day of judgment. And folks, the same today. In these modern days of Noah and Lot, our Lord spoke about it in Luke 17 and Matthew 24. As it was in the days of Noah and Lot, so it will be with the coming of the Son of Man, Messiah Jesus, at the rapture. And, and, and so today, like Lot was grieved seeing the wickedness in Sodom, we today are grieved as that which is evil is called good and that which is good is called evil. And we, we, we sigh at the sin. I, I, I look at, at things that are going on all around us today, and I just go, that, that, oh, Lord, that they're doing this to little children, having drag queen story time hour at public libraries and bringing these demonic men in uh, dressed like uh, demonic women, and they're having them dance around and behave with lewdness in front of little children. And they're telling little boys they're little girls and telling little girls they're little boys. And, and, and even then having surgeries to change their gender, mutilating their bodies for money. That's why they're doing this. They're making money off of, off of this wickedness, right? And, and in some states, they celebrate that they can kill a baby. The day at the moment the day baby's being born, Oh, God, have mercy on us. Yeah, and I'm even going to mention that again at the end of the show uh, in the context of, of what is going on here in Isaiah. Yeah. So, again, it says, The righteous perishes, and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away, while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. And certainly, at the rapture, the chaos and deception will be so widespread and overwhelming that nobody will consider that the righteous have been taken away from the consuming evil that will cover the entire earth at that time. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. When we come back, I'll share more about this special day of sharing with this pastor in, pastor in East Jerusalem. But remember, the comfort and the hope and the joy we, joy we have, we're going to be taken away from this evil to that place our Savior has been preparing for us. Oh, hallelujah. That's why the rapture is called the blessed hope. The blessed hope. And remember, the Holy Spirit gives us hope that doesn't disappoint. Oh, remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you 
to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, Please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. I'm continuing on in this teaching about the rapture in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, also sharing about a special day I had just east of Jerusalem with an Israeli pastor friend of mine. We're going to move on down now through this chapter all the way to verse 5. The righteous perishes and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away, while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. He shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. But come here, you sons of the sorceress, 
you offspring of the adulterer and the harlot? Whom do you ridicule? Against whom do you make a wide mouth and stick out the tongue? Are you not children of transgression, offspring of falsehood, inflaming yourselves with false gods under every green tree, slaying the children in the valleys under the clefts of the rocks? So first, let's look at verse 2. He shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. The, the pastor friend of mine asked, how are they sleeping or resting in their beds and walking in uprightness? You see, this word bed can also mean a place of burial. But obviously, if they're walking in their uprightness, it's not speaking of the dead, right? No, this speaks of the bride of Messiah Jesus resting and walking in righteousness in heaven, having been caught up in the rapture. Now, we're going to cross-reference over to another amazing Bible passage in Isaiah chapter 26. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. First, what are these chambers? These are bridal chambers for the bride of Christ that's been rescued from the punishing, never-before-seen wrath of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, on the earth that we see in the book of Revelation. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah will be raptured and delivered from this horrible time, the seven-year tribulation. Well, my pastor friend, he was stunned at the way this so clearly unfolded in Hebrew, in his Hebrew Bible. Yet his Hebrew Bible continued leaping off the pages. Let's continue digging into this a little bit. But come here, you sons of the sorceress, you offspring of the adulterer and the harlot. Whom do, you, whom do you ridicule? Against whom do you make a wide mouth and stick out the tongue? Are you not children of transgression, offspring of falsehood? You see, this Israeli pastor told me that the Hebrew makes it especially clear in verse 4 that I just read. The wicked on the earth will not have the righteous to mock anymore as the Lord's wrath is falling right upon them. These are clearly the wicked who will experience, again, like I said, this never-before-seen wrath of the Lamb, Messiah Jesus, on the earth. Never before seen this way. Let's look at it in Revelation chapter 6. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of air, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its lake figs when it's shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it's rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us! And hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? 
Now, let's look again at the two specific sins that enrages our Savior in these passages. But come here, you sons of the sorceress, you offspring of the adulterer and the harlot. Whom do you ridicule against? Whom do you make a wide mouth and stick out the tongue? Are you not children of transgression, offspring of falsehood, inflaming yourselves with gods under every green tree, slaying the children in the valleys under the clefts of the rocks? You see, false religion and killing babies goes hand in hand together because the false gods are really devil spirits, demon spirits. Ancient Israel killed their babies in the same way while worshiping false gods. We see this in Psalm 106. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the gods of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Sadly, even today, Israel, along with the world, worshiping false gods, is killing their babies through abortion. That's so sad and so tragic and so very dangerous. True faith in Messiah Jesus is increasingly hated in this increasingly God-hating world. During the tribulation, all the world's false religions will be consolidated into worship of Satan through the Antichrist. That's what all false religions and worship are. Antichrist. And 43 million babies are murdered every year in this generation through abortion. 43 million babies every year. If you would just go back to the 1980s, 1980s, let's say, over a billion babies have been murdered. Over a billion babies have been murdered. In some American states, as I said earlier, they celebrate that they can murder a baby as he or she is being born. Even when they botch the abortion and the baby is born alive, they then lay the baby on a cold tray and let that baby suffer to death. Oh, God, have mercy on us. In, in, in this horrible time of sin and wickedness, oh, Jesus, Lord, remember mercy and judgment today. The overturn of Roe versus Wade striking down abortion as a right, striking down abortion as a right across all 50 states, it's driving the God-haters mad. They're so angry and they're violently bitter that they can't murder babies anymore. Well, it's simple, folks. Which one do you want to be? Do you want to be like those in Isaiah chapter 57 verses 1 and 2 or like those in verses 3 through 5? Let's read that whole thing again. And, and you can ask yourselves, which one am I? Which one am I? The righteous perishes, and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away, while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. He shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. But come here, you sons of the sorceress, you offspring of the adulterer and the harlot. 
Whom do you ridicule? Against whom do you make a wide mouth and stick out the tongue? Are you not children of transgression, offspring of falsehood, inflaming yourselves with gods under every green tree, slaying the children in the valleys under the clefts of the rocks? So as the world is rushing headlong towards the wrath of the one who sits on the throne of Father in heaven and the one who sits right next to him, the Lamb of God, Messiah Jesus. As the world is rushing headlong into that wrath. And as they're doing so, mocking the righteous, cursing the Lord, laughing at, at those, mocking them, and even persecuting them to death all around the world. Today is a day of great persecution for disciples of Messiah Jesus more than ever before. Yet, hallelujah, there's comfort, there's hope, there's joy, the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's gone to prepare a place for us. He promises he's gone to do so and that he's coming back for us to take us back to that place. You can just read it in John 14, verses 1 through 3. And Jesus, our Lord, is not a man that he should lie. Yeah? Seek his comfort and his hope. O disciple of Messiah Jesus, embrace the reality of the any moment catching away rapture of you and me, born again in Messiah Jesus. Let that be your hope for this crazy hour of raging insanity all around us. Pray for those who are caught up in all this wickedness. There's still time. Then it will be too late. But today, there's time for mercy, grace, and the love and kindness of the Lord. Real repentance to come out of that foolishness. Right? And, and, and maybe you're watching today, and you've never seen this program before. You're, you weren't thinking about the things of God. You were just surfing through the channels. But you stopped you think just to just to watch this program maybe killing some time but that's not why you stopped you stopped because there's a father in heaven who loves you he loves you and we've all broken his laws we've all sinned against him we've all lied stolen cursed god's name lusted and more yes but the lord loves us and so our father in heaven sent his only begotten son to live on this earth with no sin he never broke any of God the Father's laws. Yes. And that qualified him to take our beating upon himself and to go to the cross in the first century. A Roman cross where they nailed nails through his hands and his feet. And this innocent man, the Son of God's blood, spilled down that cross to pay for our law, breaking our sins. He died. He was buried. But hallelujah, on the third day, he rose from the grave, demonstrating he has the power to forgive us and give us a new life. What do you have to do to be saved and forgiven for your sins and to go with us to our Father's house in heaven just before all this wrath of God falls upon the earth? Cry out to Jesus, the Lord. Oh, Lord, I've sinned against you, but I know you love me and you don't want me to go to hell you don't want me to spend eternity separated from you in a lake of fire. Oh, Jesus, Lord, forgive me. 
I'm going to follow you. I'm going to turn away from my old life. I'm going to turn away from my sins. I'm going to follow you. Help me, Lord Jesus. Save me, Lord Jesus. If you'll do that, the Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means you. Yes. And if you're doing that right now, uh, look, we've got our contact information on the screen there. We have some free literature we'd like to send you to help you begin your new life in our Savior, Jesus. That's the name of the brochure, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Please contact us. We want to participate in God's grace, kindness, and love towards you. Yeah? And so, uh, folks, this is a very serious time. And, and, and that's why we, in, in a more significant way, need to seek after the grace, the love, the kindness, and the mercy of our Lord Jesus in this time. It's available for you because He's available to you and me. Yeah? Call upon His name now. Cry out to Him. Look, get the sin out of your life. Get the sin out of your life. And may that be replaced by the grace of our Lord Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for this special time we've had together today. Please tremendously bless every viewer. Oh, that we might be those of Isaiah 57 verses 1 and 2. Yes, resting in your peace while this wrath is falling there in that place you provided for us, Lord Jesus. Amen. Remember to watch their form. Be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.